live Good from evening. Studio Day, Thomas. I am studio. Noah, and that is Thomas. Thomas, say hello. Hello. Say something uh, clever. Something clever. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are here. We're alive. We're we're joyful. We're in the house. We have full root, of joy. Root beer. Root beer. In these red solo cups of ours. Fill me up. It's time to party. Can you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? They actually probably can't hear that. But maybe, I don't know. <sighs> you heard that. Whoa. That isn't that Coke's thing, like the the, the pop in the can, like pop. <sighs> uh I don't know, but I'm pretty sure they're on our blacklist, aren't they? Coke? Yeah. Absolutely not. Really? Yeah. I would rather have a Pepsi. Mmm. What? Is that how we're starting this? No, that's not how we're starting this. We're I used to put Splenda in my Coke. <sighs> that's a serious problem. I thought it was good. Were you like a child? Was that, <laughs> this like no, this is as an adult. Well, then you're just... You got to be careful, though, because it fizzes up really fast. If you yeah, well, you know. dude, you know how much sugar is in Coca-Cola? Haven't you seen those videos? Where like, yeah. This is how much sugar is in... Uh, something sugary those videos don't phase me ah what day is it today shall we discover this information it is march no it's no, not it's april don't, okay are you gonna tell me this second joke 2022 this joke every time Here i go to talk about what day it is international. do i do that every time yes every remember. time you make that joke you're like oh it's tuesday <laughs> it's the splenda it makes my memory bad You good there? Yeah, I'm figuring. I'm looking it up. Okay. No, take all the time you need. It's fine. I'm. <sighs> all right. Are you ready? I'm ready. April second. April second. Two thousand twenty-two. All right. Now there's quite a few options here, so bear with me. Number one, National Play Outside Day. Boo. Number two, Love Our Children Day. I don't even have children. Boo. Oh, I mean, I have seven children. What? I don't want anybody to know too much about me, so I have seven children. <laughs> you don't have any children. National Handmade Day. Handmade or like? Yeah. Ma- like M-A-I-D? no, like M A D E instead of M A I D. Yeah. Oh, okay. I understand the confusion there. Sure. Yeah. So think about that. National Ferret Day. Absolutely not. National Reconciliation Day. I have no regrets. National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. Mm, like that one. Mm-hmm. And then World Autism Awareness Day. I feel like... So if we don't go autism, does that mean we're jerks? I feel like Autism Awareness Day should be like a bigger deal than Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. That should be a way bigger... I didn't even... like. I should probably know when it's Autism Awareness Day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like People should be posting on the internet about it. I mean, I guess we all know that are aware of it. Well, but they have like breast cancer awareness month. Yeah, they get a whole month. And it's like I'm aware that breasts exist. I mean, breast cancer exists. Whoa! So, Whoa. <laughs> so <laughs> get, getting dark fast. Like no, all I'm saying is. Yeah. Like, I don't know what day is it. What day is it nationally to you, Thomas? Uh, I'm gonna be real. I liked Handmade Day. Yeah, until the autism people you felt showed like up. That was probably autistic. I guess is the word for that. No, it's yeah. just autism. World Autism Awareness Day. 
So I don't think. Yeah. I guess we're gonna have to go with the autism. I would. I would too. If yeah. I were you, I think that's a much more worthy cause. So everybody, go on your internet and post and about it. Make so a post. I say say you are aware you of autism. Um. So this peanut butter and jelly thing it made me think of this. Like, have you ever asked somebody, be like, "Do you think I'm peanut butter or jelly?" And then no, no, because here's the thing, you'd be surprised. Like you think to yourself, okay, I don't have a preconceived notion about what I want to be. Okay, I don't necessarily, I don't care whether they think I'm peanut butter or they think I'm jelly. You think that in your own mind, but I'm telling you, once they answer, you're like, man, why do you think that? You know, and then sometimes you're kind of a bit offended. Am I peanut butter or jelly? Jelly. I would have thought peanut butter. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just thought that I would be peanut butter. I identify as peanut butter. I thought that I would have been, like, peanut butter, but everybody was calling me the jelly. So what's the what's the reasoning behind Like, what is... What's the reasoning behind Oh, that? I ain't got no idea. Okay. I don't even know if that's a real thing. I mean, we probably just made it up. Hey, people, go ask your friends. Are you <sighs> peanut butter or jelly? See, well, it's like... See what happens. It's like you, you would have two friends, and you say, okay, me and Thomas are peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Which would you say is the peanut butter, and which would you say is the jelly? Oh, okay, I'm following you. Cool. Yeah. So we should totally take up a census about that. To me, pein- peanut butter is like kind of boring. I love peanut butter. I, I mean, uh, a lot of butter. people do. There's little foods I wouldn't put peanut butter on. It's like it's it's Name boring. Name one but food. Like it's solid. You think I wouldn't put peanut butter on? Mayonnaise. That's not a food. I had a friend tell me to try a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich once. It's I think someone, we've talked it's, about this before. It's someone you know. Was it Trent? It was not Trent. Ah. <laughs> uh. Peanut butter and pickle. You like that? I feel like we did talk that about that. That sounds like that would be good. Yeah, I think I've had that. Uh, but like. I don't know what kind of pickles people use. Mayonnaise and ketchup are really good for a lot of things. Yeah, they call it, well, I don't, I think that's fry sauce. I know fry sauce is like a different uh, thing, yeah. but I think the, the original. Like when you go to Freddy's? Quote, yeah. Which Freddy's goes in. Never impressed with Freddy's. Really? They're not on my blacklist. Like I like them. You know what I like about Freddy's? I, I don't like their fries. But they have Pepsi products. So I can drink a Mountain Dew with my. French fries, and steak burger, Mountain Dew thing. There's a whole two liter of Mountain Dew in there, and you haven't even touched it. In where? In my fridge. Right now? I literally keep Mountain Dew just for you. Hey yo! <laughs> Tell you what. Yeah. When I finish the Dr Pepper, I'm gonna go fetch it. How about that? Just for I me. Thought you were drinking root beer. You warm my. What did I say? Dr Pepper. <laughs> Are you for real? <laughs> yeah. Remember that time? We, I think it was literally last episode. We were talking about Dr Pepper, warm Dr Pecker, Pepper. Yeah, Dr Pecker, Dr Pepper, Dr Dr Pecker picked a pickle, Piper. Yep. Um. Uh, yeah, we talked about warm, warm Dr, Dr Pepper. Pepper and lemon. Yeah. Jinx. Whoa. Whoa. Hey. And I knocked Don't on hit Bessie. Bessie. Bessie has so much character. I um, Bessie, for those of you who don't know, Bessie is our table. Sorry. Um, <coughs> I'm honored that you keep Mountain Dew in your fridge just for me. Just for you. Because you've been laying it. off the caffeine thing, but then you've been obsessed with root beer today. Root beer so caffeine Thomas, pretty naturally. As a seg... Oh, yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. As a segue, what made you have the idea to drink some root beer today? 
the Stephen King novel, eleven twenty two sixty It's about time travel, essentially. Guy goes back to 1958, and he has a root beer, and he's like, man, this is the best tasting root beer I've ever had. And I was like, I haven't had root beer in a long time. So, there we go. What other things happen in the year 1950? What was it, 1955? 1958. 1958? That's where yeah. the story starts. That's where the story starts. I mean, the whole thing is about... Uh, it's where everyone's story starts, if you're really old. If you're approximately, what, 60... Something like that. It's... um Eight, 66? The whole that. thing is about the JFK assassination, about stopping it from happening. Oh, so yeah. Well, that happened in 63. Yeah. So it's actually really cool. I, I don't know how King thinks of the stuff he does, but it's so like. So was this all about the rising tensions that, because you do, re- I mean, I feel like to stop the JFK assassination, <coughs> there's certain race relations factors that would have to be taken into consideration and to the people trying to stop the assassination, it may not behoove them if you know if you know what I mean. I do not. I think that a lot of the reason JFK <coughs> was um not particularly appreciated in a lot of places. Not all the reason, but some of the reason. May have been his progressive views on civil rights. Did he have progressive views on? I thought rights? so. I feel like you're right, but I also think that he probably wouldn't have done all that much. Either way, I don't know. Um, What's up with him and Marilyn Monroe? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we want to. What about, about the about magic later? bullet? So, yeah, I don't know, man. So, anyways, how does he try to stop the Kennedy assassination? Spoiler alert. Uh, well, kind of. I haven't finished the book. I've only watched the Hulu series, which, hey, if you just watched the Hulu series, as far as I can tell, the book is better, just oh. from what little bit I've read, but the Hulu series is fantastic. Just like Twilight. Uh, James Franco plays James the main Franco. character. Dude, he is so good. Perfect for it. He's a creepy dude. He's a little creepy, but in this he's serious, and he's good. Anyway, the, the, the cool thing about it is, it's this guy that owns a diner, and in the back of the diner there's a pantry. And he finds out that if you, like, walk walk too far into this pantry, that you end up in the year 1958. Is that, like, Narnia? Sort of. Actually, yeah, it's pretty similar, <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. But, like, you always it's end up... It's kind of sus, man. Y- you always end up on the same day, at the same time, in 1958. So, every time you go back, it, re- it resets. Whoa. And no matter how long you stay in 1958... Whenever you come back, mm-hmm. only two minutes have passed in our world. Two minutes. No matter how long. No matter how long minutes. you stay. So you, you can go in there, and you say, and actually that's how the book starts. Now if you age, yes. so and that, then you so come th- back, you're the same age. So that's how the book starts, right? So it's about, like, the main character is a teacher, an English teacher, and he goes to this diner, and the owner of the diner is named Al, and he sells something called Al's Fat Burger. And he sells it like stupid cheap. It sounds like, delicious. Like it's the book is set in 2011, mm-hmm. and he sells like an entire hamburger meal for a dollar fifty. Like it's unheard of, right? So like nobody goes to his diner because everybody thinks he's 
like killing cats and making them into cheeseburgers. So Tough. He, that would be arguably more expensive than killing a cow, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so the teacher, like, he likes this diner a lot, right? Sure. So he goes one day. And this is, like, all in, like, the first chapter, so I'm not really ruining anything. All right. He goes, he goes to eat lunch there one day, and, like, Al comes out, and he's all, like, his normal age, and he's super healthy, and he's, like, they're bantering back and forth or whatever. So Al goes in the back, and then he comes back the next day and sees Al. And Al is, like, this is just a day's time. He looks like he's aged, like, several years. He's coughing his lungs up. He's got, like, he's lost a ton of weight. He's He's got lung cancer. Like, he's he's dying. And he's like, what the heck, man? How do you get lung cancer overnight? And he went back to 1958 or whatever, and he tried to stay long enough to stop the Kennedy assassination. So he was there, like, three or four years and got diagnosed with lung cancer in 1962 and had to come back. And that's when he tries to get the, that's when he's, like, I'm going to die because I have lung cancer, so let me show you this. Oh. And then he shows the teacher. So when you so when you come back, yeah, you've aged. However much you aged in, yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. That's tough. It's really interesting the way, because time travel's tough in storytelling because there's so many holes yeah. that you got to be careful with. Paradox. Yeah. But anyway, the way he was selling his burgers so cheap is he was going back to 1958 and buying all of his meat and then coming back. <laughs> hey, don't hate the player. Hate the game. Hate the game. But yeah, it's really cool. I don't know. It's it's one of his more popular novels. So read it if you want to. That's what I'm reading. Read right it now. if you want to. Don't if you don't. Yeah, don't. Well, just Shameless watch the Hulu plug. series. It's fine. Or just listen to this podcast Ooh, and then better. get all of the good... Good bits, and then don't ever ever think about it again. But do think about time travel, because I do often. I think time travel's already happened. I just don't no, think we've gotten Thomas, there yet. If time travel, we've what do you mean? If we if we've gotten there yet, we haven't gotten there. If yet. we ever get in there, our timeline, if we've we ever if we've ever gotten there, we've always gotten there. Yeah, that's what I mean. If wow, that was really, I'm so smart. You're I'm, so this, smart. That was really profound. You're the smartest person. I'm gonna say that again. Do it. All right. If we ever get there, we've already gotten there. You have just said more than Stephen Hawking ever could. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Oh, go down uh, that road. But is he dead? He's pretty dead. I th- I think. I don't know Isn't if he's dead or not. I'm pretty sure he died. Can you look that up? Look it up. I can't. I'll look it up. My Why phone's in my pocket under this bathrobe. <sighs> Why are you in a bathrobe? <laughs> Because it's cozy. Now you have to explain. It's cozy, and my I keep my house cold. I'll look it up, you bum. If Didn't I, Stephen Hawking say that God wasn't real? Isn't he like an atheist? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty so sure. So if he died, that's Yikes, a real bummer dude. for him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> bummer would be a good word, yeah. That's a good uh, word for it. Oh, here we go. Is Stephen Hawking still alive? Uh, nope, he's very dead. When did he die? March 14th, 2018. Oh, so we just passed, like, the, what, three-year anniversary? anniversary Four-year anniversary there? That would be four, yeah. Yeah. He wrote, he died at 76. Wrote, there is no God in his final posthumous book, Pythos, 
thought Thumus. Are you trying to say posthumously? Posthumous book. Is that the word? That's posthumous, meaning after death. Whoa, I did not know that. Yeah. You learn something every day, folks. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, how he's much, dead. How Grieve- much do you have to care about that to like, you're dying, and you're like, the last thing I got to do is, is get this book out, making sure people know God's not real. Maybe that's going to be God's Not Dead 5 or 4, or however many there are movies there are, disproving Stephen Hawking. I mean, it seems kind of cynical. Like, I feel like it could have been like, yeah, I did all this research and there's no God, but. Oh, that reminds if me. If that's of making you happy in this moment, just do your thing, you know? Let me tell you about the dollar store story. So all right. Which dollar store? The Dollar Tree. Wow, you're really just going to throw not, out a company name like that? I'm not going to blacklist them. I literally asked, though, so. I'm not going to blacklist them. They're close. You know, thin ice Dollar Tree, but oh yeah, now. that's right. You were telling me about this earlier. Uh, this story, to preface, um, where last we left our hero, oh, this story mean. involves Thomas, a dollar store, candles, a Wiccan, Poss- a sacrificial possible, altar, alleged, an alleged, alleged Wiccan. Wiccan, and. Uh, uh, root beer. Your your build up there is way better than the actual story. Um, Thank you. Yep. So I was just walking around the dollar store, and I passed this person, who I'm fairly sure was male, dressed in female clothing. <laughs> I'm like 98 percent. Well, I'm like 80 percent sure that it was a male, and I'm uncancelable. Yeah, you have to care. Anyway, um, pretty sure it was a male in female clothes, which, you know, whatever. If you, if you want to dress, I mean, it's not my not my gig, but hey. I'm Harry Stoyles. Oh, actually, you know, that's a good point because he does it a lot. But, you know, if that's what you want to wear, more power to you. I don't care. But, like, I, w- I just didn't really pay much attention to him, she, they, it, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> and... He said something about an altar, which perked my perked my ears up a little bit. So I went and grabbed my three liter of root beer, and then <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I went back to the other aisle, and I was like, "What's what's going on here?" And he was holding some kind of like one of those Catholic candles, like the longer ones, the like in the big glass, like the tall glass thing. And he was talking about lighting candles to deities on his altar, and how like one deity would be like. Why did, why are you lighting a candle for this deity for and it was just such an odd conversation because the the girl he was with also wearing female clothing was just seemingly mostly just like I want to use the word normal not that like I don't know I mean she just she didn't seem like she was all that strange she didn't seem like she was also a witch. She seemed like she was a little... A little funky? Yeah, she was a little off. Like, not not like mentally challenged or anything. Just really, really quiet. Now, Maybe antisocial. That's probably antisocial? more... That's okay. kind of what she... She just seemed like she wasn't very good with, like, communicating. Now, what do you think 
they went home and did with that candle. Like, what do you think became of I this guess they, this situation? What's like worst case scenario here? Worst case scenario or best case scenario? I don't know. Best case scenario, they took it home and they lit it, and they were like, "That's a pretty candle." Right. Worst case scenario, they summoned an a ancient demon. evil. <laughs> they summoned a demon. Um. At the I at the Dollar Tree. At the Dollar Tree, the Dollar Tree demon. The Dollar That's Tree the, demon. He's like the the least of all the demons. They're like, ah, this isn't like a serious haunting. We just just want to mess around a little bit. Send Dollar Tree over there. <laughs> this is Ian, the Dollar Tree demon. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> it's like some basic like name. It. You know like how it. demons always have like crazy like Latin names. This guy's just Ian. Just <laughs> Ian. And every time, like he he's, oh, he's the word. demon of minor inconveniences. <laughs> It's like, it's like you know how Dollar Generals just like pop up everywhere. That's Ian. That's Ian. <laughs> That's Ian. Yeah. He'd be the dollar store. Yeah, just he's over all the dollar. Instead of the Dollar Tree. Demon. Either one. Wow. Like if so, you're he has jurisdiction over all of them. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Like if you're if you're like writing your final essay, and your pencil lead breaks, it's Ian. Naturally. If you if you're driving to work and you get a flat tire. Ian. If you ever want affordable groceries, Ian. <laughs> Your gas is too expensive, Ian. Every time you think they're they're adding a new a restaurant or something interesting to your hometown, it's just a Dollar General and it's Ian. <laughs> and and they literally have so many things in there that are Not don't dollar. help you in any way. Let me let me blow your mind. And I'm pretty sure okay. Ian, Ian's behind this as well. <laughs> the Dollar Tree, where everything was a dollar. Like, yeah. that was their whole marketing. Yeah. Right? Now everything is a dollar twenty-five or more. <sighs> Inflation's really getting us. Well, that's the Biden inflation, as they say. Huh? Thanks, thanks, Ian. I don't know if we can. Well, we'll say it's Ian. <laughs> no, that's way too grand to scale for him. <laughs> way too big. Ian. That's the big times. Ian. Now, the gas prices, that's a whole different shindig. That was a different. I get so sick talking about boomer humor, dude. I get so sick of seeing gas memes. I was in the car with my lovely girlfriend today, and there the is one, um, the only. There is a Bowser. And there is a gas station here where we live. Where say it. Um, Blast them. Go ahead. Where I don't know what kind of gas station oh, it is. Okay, but anyways, yeah. on the sign, it has like. One cent, but it's like obviously it's an it's a typo. It's like an error. Yeah. And so every time we go, we're like, "Whoa, gas is a cent." And I said that today. I was like, "Gas is a cent." And she said, yeah, "The other day it was like a, th- a thousandth of a cent." And then I was like, "You know, it's kind of funny how we're talking about it. Like it's actually that price, and not like it accidentally said that price." And that tickled me for whatever reason. But I realized how not funny that is. I mean, but I thought it was really funny. funny. Could you imagine if it was like, oh, was gas like, is one cent? Can you imagine if it was like 19 cents or whatever it was back in the day? I would be traveling back to 1958. <laughs> <laughs> just to drive like, around. burger is so cheap, and he's always got a full tank of gas. Dude, so that's funny because if you watch the Hulu show, that's like literally the first half hour of it is just James Franco going back in time and laughing at how cheap everything is. <laughs> it's literally like the first <laughs> half hour. He eats like a piece of apple pie and they're like, that's 19 cents. And he's like, yeah, okay. 
that he can't use money from like he has to go find like really old yeah so it covers that in the book not so much in the show but yeah like the what what al did when he like when he was doing his trips he had like a he had all the sports like uh, a a sports thing from 1958 of like everybody who won the big and he would just he would just bet yeah yeah. and then he would bring the money back and like stash it away yeah so yeah because you need because you can't use a currency from like 2018 right yeah so that would be a real yeah so something actually, and this is a hard segue, but something in the book was actually pretty interesting to me. I thought it'd be a good topic to talk about. So there, there was this, there was this sentence in the book where he's talking about, uh, like he's back in 1958 or whatever, and he's talking about how he's like almost getting used to it or or something like that. And it said something along the lines of, the human mind can accept a lot of things before it like collapses essentially. And I was just thinking, like a long time travel, if someone is a time traveler, and like, they come from 1958 to 2022, mm-hmm. like there would be shock for sure, but do you think they would be able to accept what they're seeing like in stride? From 1958? Yeah. Sounds like it's time for me to go get some of that Mountain Dew. I mean, you can do it. You can think on it. Do it. Go ahead. Mountain Dew it. Mountain Dew it. Go to commercial break. Okay. Close the door, please. He didn't close the door. I'm currently looking at Danielle. I'm going to make up a story. One time there was a toad named Theodore. Theodore went hopping on a lily pad, and he met a woman named Lily. I'm back. And they married and had a happily ever after. No, he's back. Oh, I'm back. Oh. Go ahead, situate yourself. Yep. Oh, oh, I oh, touched your foot hey. there. So here's my hey, question. Yo. Um, let me answer your question with a question. Are you going to get Mountain Dew first? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it actually got any of that, but... can literally smell that out of the way over here. It's a very distinct Mountain Dew smell, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Let me answer your question with All a right. question. Go for it. And that is... <sighs> do you think it would be harder yep. for a time traveler from 2022 Kay. to process 1958? Or do you think it would be harder for a time traveler from 1958 to process 2022? Okay. I think it would be easier for a time traveler from 2022 to process 1958. However, 
I think it would be easier for a time traveler from 1958 to 2022 to operate on a day-to-day basis. Hear me out. Sure. We're so dependent on technology now, and we've talked about this a lot on the podcast. We depend on it for literally everything. Like, if we don't know the answer to something, we're Googling it. All of our communication is through our phone. All of our, like, schedules, all of our reminders, or, like, business, all that is, like, computers, right? The banks all use computers to keep track of stuff. All the stores, point of sales, like, all that's computers. So, like, for us to go back into 1958, we would have to, like, learn how to live essentially an analog life because there is no technology. I mean, besides, like, I guess machine technology, you know what I mean? But if someone from 1958 came here, like, you can still do things the old-fashioned way if you choose to. What if you, like, accidentally left your MacBook in 1958? Would they be able to reverse engineer it and be like, advance a whole like, a crap ton faster? That'd be awful. That's an interesting question because I don't know. Okay, too many interesting questions are arising and we're not answering any. Uh, do you do think you they could do that? I mean, we know surely. that they can reverse engineer stuff, but like, I I would think it would be so advanced if they had it that they wouldn't even know, like, where to start with it. It would literally all be foreign to them. Because nah. I don't... Even if they had computers in 1958, they would be like... They'd be the size of like a warehouse. Yeah, like they in the military head. Yeah. I don't know, man. I do, do you think that you would be able to process 1958? Oh, easy. I already live there in my mind every day. But you don't know that. Minus the racism. You were born in like... Yo... Do you think just, the racism would be harder to process for somebody in 1958 that, that or for somebody in 2022? Because if somebody from 1958 was like, whoa, everybody's not racist now. You know, I, I do often wonder if, like, segregation and all that. I like to think that the, the general, like, the majority of the population didn't really care that much. I feel like that's probably not accurate, but I, I like to think that it is. <sighs> That's why we shouldn't time travel. Can't mess with the natural order. Yeah, and butterfly effect and all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So how does the in the book? How does the the timeline thing work? Does that change the future? Does that create an alternate? Yeah. So the way it goes, from what I've read so far, and I'm I'm pretty sure I'm well past like where where they set the ground rules. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we're operating on whatever rules they've set up but so every time you go into 1958 it resets so whatever you do on that trip carries over so like you can go in there you can change history that's tough and then if you come back history's different and like you're you've changed the future Hmm. or i guess present day but if then if you then go back and then come back again then everything you did previously is gone. So, like, if he just goes and buys ch- hamburger meat and then comes back, uh-huh. everything's pretty much the same. Because, I mean, that's not going to make any right. real big change. Right. But, like, if he goes in there and, like, he saves somebody from getting hit by a car, that person, he comes back, and that person might still be alive in that timeline. 
But then if he goes back again and lets that person get hit by a car, then they're dead oh, all over again. again. Yeah. Gotcha. So like, because it repeats itself too. Right. So then, if you did something catastrophically bad, you could just go back, reset it, and then reset it. Mm-hmm. I had an idea for time travel go story, and you can steal this from me. Okay. Only Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> this is copyrighted. I looked at <laughs> I looked at the computer. Yeah, you did. That we were recording this on, like, like I was like, it was like a I was live looking studio like audience. I was looking at the audience. <laughs> Only Thomas. Um. <clears throat> Let's say you can go back in time. Okay. Right? Yep. And you can change the future, right? Yeah. Nothing new about that. Sure. But the universe, the timeline, what have you, okay, mm-hmm. in radically clever ways and in just radical ways, does everything in its power to reset itself. So for everything, you're like, okay, I'm going to go back and I'm going to save JFK, right? Yeah. And then, like, they come back and they find out, like, this all this series of like crazy things happen and like in some really clever way that somebody smarter than me is going to have to come up with is like it just resets the timeline to exactly how it was. Spoiler alert. Hmm. It's pretty much what happens. Are you for real? In the show, yeah. <sighs> I mean, not not exactly like so the the timeline doesn't end up exactly the same. Yeah. So I watched the show years ago. <coughs> and I'm rewatching it now just because I didn't pay a whole lot of attention years ago. Yeah. I think I appreciate it more now. But essentially, he goes back. So let me back up a little bit. There is a rule in the book and also in the show that they cover that you can change history and you can change the future by doing that. But if you try to change something, like mm-hmm. change something major. Right you can feel the quote-unquote universe push back. Hmm. So, like, in the book, he tells Al tells a story about, like, when he was first figuring this out and how he wanted to see if he could change the future. And there was this little girl that was in a hunting accident. Like, she gets shot by another hunter, hmm. and it paralyzes her. And she's in a wheelchair for the rest of her life. And she, like, lives in the town or whatever. Uh, so, he... Goes to the library. He looks up, like, this girl's, all of her history, like, what happened in her life, mm-hmm. like, when she graduated, stuff like that. And, like, she's in a, wh- wheel, a wheelchair the whole time. And he finds out when the accident happens. He goes back to 1958, and he tries to go to the place that it happened and prevent that from happening to give her a normal life to see if it changes. Sure. And on the way there, he he gets like two flat tires and a bridge is down and like it, th- like it's trying to stop him from getting there. Right. And he had to go back, reset, try again. And the next time, like his engine blew and wow. like stuff like that keeps happening. He, yeah. Like he succeeds, of course. So like it proves that you can do it, uh-huh. but it's like, really but you really deal. have to like plan ahead because so with the JFK assassination it's yeah. like you have to really plan ahead again. yeah because like stuff stuff is going wow. to mess with you man but yeah, the plot thickens so doesn't it so fast forward to that so that's basically what you were saying and if I remember the ending of the show right which I'm pretty sure I do he succeeds spoiler alert well I already said that he succeeds in going back in time folks <laughs> <laughs> he All stops right. JFK from getting shot no kidding and then he comes back like, c- remember, because everything's two minutes, right? Yeah. Like, in this world. Yeah. So, he comes back, and it's, like, absolute apocalypse. Like, it's awful. 
JFK did that? I I don't think so. I think like you were saying, like uh, he right. asked, I think he asked somebody in the end of the show, yeah, and, and the like book might not end this way because I'm not and even it was close. Like and they were like butterfly effect. Just all these crazy events that happened, and then like nuclear war occurred, and like now America's just uh, just a like pile of rubble. Right. Yeah. So basically, that's what happens. Basically, the same message that every time travel novel has, right? Which is don't time travel, right? Wow, that was a trip. That was pretty insane, actually. Yeah, I it's feel a like good show though. It's a really good show. Don't travel through time unless you want to. Like unless you have to. Can I be real? If I found a portal to 1958, I would go back in time, and I would buy a whole bunch of fountain pens, and I would bring them back, and I would resell them. That's what you would do, is you would buy a fountain pen. And then I would go back and I would buy a whole lot more for my collection. And that would probably be it. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could also make bets to get more monies. Yeah. You have to be super careful about that, though. Yeah. Why? Why, Thomas? Well, because if you, like, if you keep getting bets right, eventually something's going to be like... What's the deal? Might be kind of sus. I guess you would have to uh, you have to throw a couple of them. You have to go go big or go home. Well, no. See, I think that'd be worse. No, you're just on one. Be like, oh, it's a fifty fifty chance this one time. And it's like, oh wow, what happened? They'd be like, yeah, it would have to be fifty fifty. Like it wouldn't have to be. <coughs> yeah. that, like that happens. In like don't sh- bet on the Super Bowl and then win every single thing, including the coin toss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, that. That actually happens in the show because, like, the first—I don't, I don't think this happens in the book, but I haven't gotten there yet. Like, the first bet that he makes in the show, yeah, he walks <coughs> in there and it's like it's like for a boxing match. I'm pretty sure, yeah, boxing match. And they're like, he's like, I bet this guy's gonna win, and they're like, all three to one odds. And he's like, that's it. And he's like, yep, that's it. And he's like, unless you want to name what round he loses in, or he wins in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. Uh, he he wins in round six by knockout. Like it's super specific, oh. right? And they're like, "How much you want to bet?" And he's like, "A hundred dollars," which back then was like, yeah, insane money. Yeah, like complete idiot move, complete right. rookie. There's no way, dude. No way I would do that. And then what they do? Are they like? Uh, oh, they, yeah, they were pretty upset about it. They, with with that, and they have to say, "Okay, did you pay this guy off to get knocked out in the sixth round?" Because yeah. that's the kind of stuff that happens, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, someone just breaks your legs <laughs> because they want their money back. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I'm with you. Like, if it's something that's like, oh, I'm betting on this person to win, like, I think you'd be good making one big bet. Yeah, or like on a horse race. Yeah. But if it's like, like you said, like, oh, the coin toss this, they're going to win by this much in this quarter, like, you're, you're it's getting It's a dangerous two. game that's to play. Winning. Yeah. Of course, I don't even know what how betting works. I don't know what three to one odds even are. Well, gambling isn't really uh, a thing everybody should be doing necessarily. Do you think the lottery? Some people gambling? have the lottery. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess on a technicality. <coughs> Do you think the gambling? stock market is gambling? To be honest, a little bit. I mean, yeah, it's, you gamble, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's investing. You know what's weird to me? What's weird to you? The fact that the stock market is like people spend their whole lives 
trying to like research it and like get the best right. like knowledge on the stocks. But like if you do that on your own and you share information with other people, then it's illegal. That's what blows my mind. Well, like if it's not your job, then you can get in trouble for it, even though it's like a chance thing. I mean, I guess unless you're manipulating it, and I don't even know how you do that. Well, it gets complicated. You know how most laws come around? Is somebody stupid government? Somebody there's somebody there's some reason that yeah, they had to do that. Like so. in Florida, how you can't keep alligators in your bathtub? Naturally. Yeah. Why can't you keep alligators in your bathtub? Mm-hmm. They just said you can't. Did you do that? No. I'm sure someone has though. Do you think there's alligators in the sewers? There's a lot of uh, yes, I do. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that I would keep as a pet. Man, segueing away from the time travel. Holy smokes! <laughs> <coughs> hey, teenage mutant ninja turtles probably time traveled once. Do you think if you wanted, if you had a really tiny alligator, yeah, and you wanted to have a really big alligator, yeah, you could take him to 1958, leave him in there for a little while, and then take him back out two minutes later. You have a really big alligator. Would he still be there when you went back? Because it would reset. I don't know. Do you think he would eat in there? You have to. He'd probably eat people. Oh. Well, people don't disappear when they go into 1958 and then come back. Side note. What? Have you ever heard the song Purple People Eater? (sighs) Why? It's just a really funny song, and I thought about it. You ever seen Pulp Fiction? No. Mm, you ever heard the song Purple Rain? Yes. Me too. I don't like Prince, though. Why don't you like Prince? He's okay. It's just not my style. Prince like kind of goes in, bro. Uh, His drummer is really good. Didn't even know who she was. But she popped up on Drumeo not too long ago. There you have it. And she's pretty solid, actually. Like, I mean, obviously she's solid. She's playing for Prince. But, like, mm. she's got, like, a cool personality, too. A star. Better than oh, Lars. I almost forgot. Oh yeah, screw Lars. Um, screw Lars. rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. Hmm. Foo Fighters. Yeah. Sad to hear about that. Yeah. You know. Uh, lost another one. I guess that was earlier this week, huh? Yeah. Sudden too. I'm. They found a bunch of drugs in his system, so I'm, I'm thinking overdose. Well, that's unfortunate. But. Yeah, it just. That's I don't know, see. Man. I don't. I don't. Those dudes rock, though. I'll tell you that. I love Foo Fighters. It's not my normal style there of rock. Goes my hero. Oh, I love it, man. I love it so much. They're new. Well, we've talked about their new album on here before. Yeah, it's good. It's not their. I don't. It's not new. It's like 2019, but still, it's really good. There you have it, man. I guess, or wow, okay. We winding down. We did. We really are starting to wind down, man. That was a good, uh, it's a good little chit chat. It was, man. That got intense for a little bit. Got intense. We well, we actually kind of ended on a sad note. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Well, hey, let's uh, rewind a little bit. Um, check out Baby Sensory videos <laughs> on YouTube. Um, they got happy All little... All right, uh, we did watch the planets jump around for they, quite an s- alarming amount of time. They got happy not? little planets? They got happy little happy the little planets vegetables? Are little, but they included Pluto. So what was the YouTube channel that had the baby sensory videos? I don't know, just YouTube. 
baby sensory videos. Baby sensory on videos on YouTube. Just uh, click it. I have a qualm with you. I have an issue. Blacklist. I'm pretty sure Pluto. Dwarf planet. It's a dwarf planet. Yep. It's not a. It's not a planet. But it deserves to be happy. It does deserve to be happy. It's still in our I'm solar system. I'm not saying system. it doesn't deserve to be happy. <sighs> I mean, I guess a lot of other things are in our solar system too that we don't recognize. Aliens. Yeah, probably. I'm not going down that road with you right now. Yeah, we should probably go. Time traveling aliens. Oh, oh, oh man. In the Dollar Tree, the Dollar Store, above his pay grade, way above his pay grade. How much do you think Ian gets paid, bro? Dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Dollar twenty-five. Dollar (laughs) twenty-five. For all eternity. Oh man. Oh wow. Oh jeez. Hey, thanks for hanging that out. That was beautiful. You know, thanks. I, I hope that this podcast, you know, you can turn it on in your little ear holes. Ooh, ear balls. While you're working out. Maybe even while you're going to sleep. Don't yeah. listen to it while you're working out. We're not very motivational. Yeah, or you, maybe you're going on a walk through nature. Ooh, that's better. And it's like you're you're here with us, hanging out, having a conversation with your friends. If you have a weird corky friend, some people don't have a weird corky friend named Thomas, like I do. Are you saying corgi or corky? Corky. Corky? You got to yes. really pronounce that you, buddy. Corgi? You're saying corgi, like a corky. dog. Corky. Yeah, like the dog. I'm not a dog. You're a doggy. Um, if you don't have a friend like Thomas to... Hello. <laughs> to converse like this, then, you know... I'm sorry, but you're missing out. If you don't have a friend like Noah, ditto. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Hey, walk through nature. Look at a couple birds. Think about time travel and if you would process that information, who, what extent you would gamble, um, whether you would buy cat burgers. Um, yeah, think about it. Uh, but disclaimer, only if you're mentally able. Only if you're mentally able. Well, that applies to all things. Without going nuts. Mm, drink some Mountain Dew. Ooh. Official, unofficial sponsor, but Mountain Dew, we're listening. If you would like Mountain Dew is on the green list. Yes, and green means go ahead and shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.